This is Addie Saucedo from Modern Vintage Radio, and you're listening to Pod Answers. Daily answers to your podcasting questions to help you move forward with your show and engage with your audience. Sponsored by the Podcast Planner, The Workbook. Today's podcasting question is, what is the best microphone for podcasting? If you want to be a successful podcaster at any level, because I know that word is subjective, you have to have quality audio. You, your co-host, your guest, and any other audio elements, they all need to be of great quality. And like I mentioned in a previous episode, make sure that they're also leveled out. The focus for this episode is all about the microphone you choose. So we're not going to get into what your co-host should use, what your guests should use, and all the other elements. We're talking about your microphone. And if you do have a co-host that's in studio or at your place with you to record your podcast, then you can also consider what I'm going to share with you today for them as well. The best microphone for podcasting starts with knowing how and where do you plan to record your show? Is the room echoey? Do you have a set desk available or a location that you'll be able to rely on on a regular basis as your podcast studio? And that can even mean at home. I'm recording here at home. I have a set desk and location where I record the show. A couple other things to consider. Do you need a mobile setup so you can record anywhere or because you travel a lot and you plan to record your guest in the field? Let's not forget about the budget. How much can you spend when it comes to gear? And are you in it for the long term or are you just testing this out? You have to consider these elements when it comes to choosing the best microphone for you. As I go through my list of recommended microphones, I'll let you know how they are with regards to these following elements, and that is ideal environment, mobility, budget, and durability. So I'm keeping these in mind with the following microphones that I'm going to share with you on this episode. Over the past nine years, I've had the opportunity to use many microphones, first for music and then for voice. Price tags starting at $25, you know, that headset that people will just try to make it work for podcasting, and then up to a $9,000 microphone. Yep, they do exist. They exist to record artists that you hear on top 40 charts, and I've had the opportunity to use those. But when it comes to podcasting, I only recommend cardioid dynamic microphones, and I'll get into that in a minute. There's only one headset that I'll recommend. I also won't recommend the Yeti or the Snowball microphones from Blue Microphones. And when it comes to the price tag, I won't recommend anything above the $500 range because it's just not necessary when it comes to podcasting. Now let's go back to the two fancy words I just used, and that is cardioid dynamic. Cardioid dynamic microphones, to put it in very basic language, uh, they're very different classes of microphones, which is why there are many different price ranges. Remember I just mentioned that $9,000 microphone? Well, those are typically condenser vocal microphones. They're built for treated rooms like professional smoke-free studios. There are also condenser microphones that are marketed as podcasting microphones for about $150, $200, but still require treated rooms or else the quality is really bad and hard to fix. And I think people buy them because they look really shiny. They look cool to some. And again, they're marketed really hard towards podcasters. 
but I will not recommend these microphones at all. Can you tell I'm very passionate about gear? The microphone type that is great for vocals is cardioid dynamic microphones. These are engineered and built for treated rooms and regular rooms, like the rooms that we podcast in. These are also the microphones you're going to see during live performances. And even when you watch, what's that show called? Um, The Voice. The show is called The Voice. Going back to the condenser, it won't last in a big open room or loud crowds, but cardioid dynamics will. Hence, they're great for regular podcasters. Are you still with me? Okay, great. <laughs> Let's move on. I'm going to kick this off with the microphone that is considered great for beginners, but I believe it's one that we should all have in our toolkit regardless of the experience or the setup because this microphone time and time again has been the microphone that you can quickly grab in the studio or you're going to go out to a conference or you need to go record in the field. Just grab this microphone and it's there for you. It's yeah, let's get into this. So the Samsung Q2U, it's a cardioid dynamic. It can be used in treated or non-treated rooms. It's built for regular audio setups with an XLR plugin, which is like a mixer or an audio interface like Focusrite. And if you don't have the mixer or the Focusrite, you can plug it in right into your computer or even your phone if you have the proper adapter. Because it is a cardioid dynamic microphone, You can use this at home, in the studio, or in the field. And here's the cool thing. At least I find it really cool. You can plug your headphones right into the microphone. It's right at the bottom next to the other two ports. And that allows you to monitor your sound. When you do buy this microphone, it comes with a windscreen, a desk stand, a little extender, the XLR cable, and the USB cable. And you're probably thinking, okay, cool, but how much does this microphone cost? The average price is about $60 or $40 on a good Amazon day. Uh, Also check out B&H Photo. They have sales from time to time. Look out for those holiday specials. Now, what about the durability? Because people start to question like, whoa, that's a pretty decent price, but does that mean it's cheap? This microphone, the Samsung Q2U, it's very durable. You can even feel it when you pick it up. The quality of this microphone is why I choose to recommend this one over the one that's overpriced, Audio-Technica ATR2100. That one's typically running about $90 these days. The Samsung Q2U is by far better built. It lasts longer and it won't give you the issues that Audio-Technica has. Uh, One of the things that Audio-Technica 2100 users face is that around the first year, if you're lucky to even make it past that, the cord just kind of dies out. You know, you can't just buy another cord and maybe you can, maybe you can reach out to customer service for that. And it does come with warranty, but who has time for that, right? Just buy something that's built better and it's even slightly cheaper, $60 compared to $90. You're saving yourself about $30 there. And before I move on, I need to mention microphone handling and care. Never with any type of microphone, leave the cord plugged into it roll it up and then stash it away. Unless you like to buy gear like every single time you need to use it, just don't do it. That's not how you take care of your microphone. If you choose to take care of your gear, it will go a long way with what you need when it comes to podcasting and it can last you many, many years to come. I even have a video in the episode notes 
where it, it shows the sky telling you how to properly wrap a microphone cable for the long-term durability of your gear. Okay, so again, that was the Samsung Q2U. I recommend that for any type of podcaster that's beginner, experienced, mobile podcaster. It's going to get you there. The Samsung Q2U, look it up. Um, if you need a link, it's in the episode notes, and we'll get to all of that a little later. Next up is a legendary microphone, and that is the Shure SM58. This is truly a classic it's been around for decades and many, many musicians of all types have used this microphone on stage in the studio to record their instruments and their vocals. That's how powerful this microphone is. And it's the Shure SM58, if I didn't mention that already. And it has many of the same characteristics that I just mentioned of the Samsung QTU, but it just has a slightly higher end quality in the sound and even the body of how it's built the Sure engineers really made something magical here with this one. And that's why it's lasted for decades and decades and people continue to use it. Another aspect where this one wins over the Samsung Q2U is the noise handling. In the Samsung Q2U, if you handle the microphone with your hand and you're talking into it that way, it's not going to be as bad. But with the Sure SM58, it's by far the best. The best microphone out there when it comes to use and handling noise. Now, unlike the Samsung Q2U, this does not have a USB port. This is strictly only XLR. Now let's get into the budget of this microphone. It's still, in my opinion, it's an investment for sure, but it's still not breaking the bank when it comes to a lot of the microphones that are out there in the market. It's $99 just for this microphone. And you won't get any of the other extras like the Samsung Q2U. It's just the microphone and this cute little pouch that comes with it. Okay, it's not cute, but it's just a black little pouch that you can put your microphone in. You would need to purchase the other things such as a windscreen, XLR cable, and a stand. And if you can, if you have the desk for it, I say get the boom arm. Now, what about durability? This is where no microphone can beat this microphone. And I don't mean for this episode to be a sure commercial. It's just that I know through experience and many others know that when you purchase something that's made of sure, the company, it's legendary in its quality. That's why they've lasted many, many years. Now, this third microphone that I'm going to recommend is going to be considered a major leap, but rightfully so. And that is the Shure SM7B. That's the microphone that I'm currently using. And it's the one that you'll see in many podcasting pictures out there. Now, this had been my dream podcasting microphone for years and years. And finally, last year, I had the opportunity to buy myself one. And I was a little scared because it was a huge investment for me. But when I plugged it all in, I just fell in love with it. So let's get into those specs of what this microphone is. It's a cardioid dynamic super, super clean and rich sound. The sensitivity is almost none. So it's not going to pick up like if I were to, like a pin were to drop on the ground right now, it won't pick that up. The It's just built with that type of quality. The one thing about this microphone that people will quickly recognize is that it's power hungry, meaning you have to really increase like the gain. You have to ride what they say, ride the gain so that it can start picking up your signal noise. But I don't recommend that you max it out. What I do recommend is that you purchase what is called a preamp. 
And you can check out the show notes for more information on that. But you need this preamp that will amplify the microphone signal so that you're not riding the gain so high and it delivers that clean, rich sound that you were aiming for with this microphone. You can still get good quality audio without the preamp, but if you're gonna do it right and you've gone this far to purchase this type of microphone, just take it that extra step and purchase that preamp. So what about the durability? The durability of this thing is that it's a massive microphone and it's heavy and it's bulky. It's not your typical microphone that looks like a tube. It's more like a, like a big cylinder tube microphone. And this is why it requires, if you get a desk stand for it, it requires that you it has like a heavy base on it so that it can hold up the microphone. And if you purchase a boom arm, you can't purchase like a $15 boom arm for it. You're gonna have to go for like the $60 boom arm that can take the weight of this microphone. It's pretty heavy. And with all that said, you guessed it, it's not good for mobility. You won't be able to travel with this all the time. If you have big conferences and you're better prepared for it, then yeah, pack this into your gear stuff. But it's not the microphone that I would recommend that people travel with and podcast with on the road. There's too much that goes along with it. And it's too precious to kind of endanger when you're kind of putting stuff away and then traveling and all that stuff. Now, before I get into the budget of this microphone, I recommend that when you get the chance, look up some videos on YouTube and type SM7B Michael Jackson, and then look up some videos of Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park, him in the studio recording some vocals, and you'll see that he's using this microphone. It just looks slightly different because he took off the windscreen, but he's using this microphone to get those clear Chester screams that we all know him for. Okay, let's talk about the money for this microphone. The average price for this microphone, and I'm gonna be really forward with you, it rarely goes on sale. And I know this because I tracked it for many years, hoping that I can purchase it sooner than later, but I ended up purchasing it later. Um, and that is because it's $400. On the average, it's $399. It rarely goes on sale. Oh, and wait, in addition to the $399, you also have to purchase that preamp that I mentioned earlier, right? And that on an average runs about $90. So the $399 plus the $90, you're looking about investing $500 when it comes to this microphone because you also need to purchase the XLR. It doesn't come with an XLR cable for you to plug the microphone in to a mixer or an audio interface like Focusrite. So is it worth it? That's usually the question that I get right after talking about the Shure SM7B. And for me, it is. It's, it's worth it if you have the budget. It's worth it if you're willing to invest in your gear and you know that you're going to be doing this for the long term. You've put your experience in. Uh, it's also worth it if you have a room that you can, a room or location that you can rely as your podcasting space where you just sit down or stand up and record your podcast. Otherwise, again, it's not a microphone that I'd recommend purchasing if you need to be mobile, if you don't have the budget, and you're just getting the hang of podcasting. I'd recommend getting started with something like the Samsung Q2U. There is another microphone that does come close to this one, which is the Shure Beta 87A, which goes for about 250, but 
for me, I've, I've heard the differences and my ears and my heart still say the Shure SM7B. But if you want to test out the Shure Beta 87A, I'd recommend it. It comes super, super close. Um, it's not as gain hungry. Um, so that's another thing to consider. It goes for about 250 And now for my last recommendation, and it's the only headset that I'll recommend at this moment because all the other headsets, they're not built with quality. They're not comfortable. And the end result is very tinny, hard to edit audio. And that's something that I just can't put my recommendation on. Um, but this one I can, and that is the Audio-Technica BPHS-1. Now, because this is a headset, the mobility is super. It's super mobility. You don't need a desk. You don't need hands. You just need your head. And it sounds great. It doesn't have that tinny, weird sound. It's not going to pick up some very unnecessary background noise. It really zeroes in on the voice pretty well. And it's something that I think it's worth it. Now, durability, yes. It's built with quality. It's comfortable. When you put the, this headset on, it's really comfortable both to your ears because it covers the ears. It's not something that goes into your earlobes. Uh, it covers the ears. It allows your ears to breathe so your ears won't get too fatigued. And then the thing that goes on top of your head, it has some cushioning. In addition to that, it has a pretty lengthy cord. So it's not going to be something that you're going to be angry about because the cord is so short. So what about the budget for this type of headset? You're not looking at spending $30 here. You're looking at spending about $200. But if you want to be super mobile and you want to have quality audio and you don't want to lug around the XLR cables and, you know, the other stuff that comes with microphones like a stand or you not wanting to hold it because maybe you have your cue cards or your talking points written down somewhere, then I'd recommend this one. And that is the Audio-Technica BPHS-1. I've had the opportunity to use this in the past a couple times and more recently, and it reminded me like this was the only headset that I'd recommend going forward because anytime somebody asked me, I'd just say it's not worth it. So those are my recommendations for a podcast microphone. Like all my recommendations, all has to start with what do you need? Where are you at? Where do you plan on recording? How do you plan on recording? There's a couple elements you need to consider before you purchase your microphone. So those are my microphones. I've used all five of them. I own three of them. I own the Samsung QTU, the SM58, and the SM7B, but I've had experience using the other two. If you'd like to take a look at the microphones that I recommended on this episode, please click the link in the episode notes. If you need a complete podcasting kit in addition to the microphone, you can find a link in the episode notes with a complete guide with video tutorials and reviews. If you're finding this show helpful, please recommend it to a friend that you know is going to start a podcast or one of those Facebook groups with these questions that keep coming up time and time again. Before you move on to the next episode on your podcast playlist, please subscribe to the show. The website for the show is podanswers.com. That's P-O-D-A-N-S-W-E-R-S.com. Until next time, plan, create with that microphone, and share that podcast of yours. This is Addie signing off.